You're listening to the Gay AF Comedy Podcast with Robert Watson and Della Mahaney. On today's podcast, we gay explain why cheaters can't get mad when cheated on. And Rob turns red talking about his latest skincare routine. But first up, it's stupid gay headlines from top to bottom. <laughs> We're switching it up with the do-do-do's ourselves, aren't we? Yeah, we We're need doing to. Very well with that. We need okay. to. Okay, first up. A sunflower farm in the UK has posted a no-nudity sign on its farm in its struggle to stop visitors from taking naked selfies among the flowers. I don't like that. You don't like that he's telling people to knock it off with the nudity? Yeah. What? Well, it's his field. <laughs> I don't care. So you should be allowed to frolic naked wherever, whenever you want on other people's property? Is that what you're trying to say? Well, let me tell you something about myself. When I was in my early 20s, lived with my friends, on a chicken farm. Okay, yes, go on. <laughs> I would go out and feed the chickens only wearing my chicken boots. At what time of day? Anytime. Was there anyone around? No, it was in the country. But I enjoy not wearing clothes. I wouldn't call myself a nudist because I think there's other beliefs that go into it. But I don't like wearing clothes. Knowing how much you think about fashion and are like, you know, oh, how many pairs of shoes do you have? Although you can be naked and wear shoes, basically. So I guess that's why you have such an affinity for shoes, perhaps. So I'm on the opposite end of things. I'm like, no, people should wear their clothes. I, in fact, with you, in, I'm going to let you know this now. I do not like seeing my friends naked. So please, like, I will not go to the nude beach with friends. Oh. I will not do any. I do not want to see my friends naked because I grew up in a very strict religion that was very much about being ashamed of your body. And I think it's just in my brain where it's like, if I see you naked, I will always, it'll be just seared at the back of my retinas forever. There was that video you sent to me where you're like, look, I'm skinny dipping and you jumped into the lake. I saw your butt then. That was more than enough. <laughs> don't need to see anymore. And you're not unattractive at all. Like you're an attractive person. Person. But I don't want to see male, female, you know, whoever you are. I, if you're my friend, but in this case, if I were the farmer trying to do my job in the sunflower field, I'd be like, no, I'm trying to do a job here. And other people, there might be children around. And you know how people get all, if you're not European, well, these people are from the UK, so they're not European, really. <laughs> So if you're not European, kids don't see nudity. We don't want to start them with the sunflower field, do we? I don't know why I'm <laughs> saying this. Why are you Southern? Why, exactly. In, yeah, the in the UK. <laughs> I'm from South London. <laughs> um, okay. So I will say this. I do not look at my body as something that's like a, a sexual thing. I think my body is really funny. And I think being naked has a lot of comedic value to it. Oh, that's fair from a comedian point of view, comedian yes. standpoint. Yes. And I never close my blinds. Oh, wow. So it's like help yourself to the neighbors, huh? Yep. I sleep naked. I sleep naked, folks. And if I am listening to music, particularly Donna Summer, and I get up to use the washroom and I'm going back to my room, I will have a pit stop at the sliding glass door, which faces a very busy highway, and I will dance to the Donna Summer. How often are you getting up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom and Donna Summer is playing? Oh, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> a lot. All right. I think we should just move on from this. That one's unresolved for us. But what's our next headline? Okay. Okay. A case study of a hearing impaired man with a rapid eye movement disorder showed him using sign language in his sleep, revealing what he was dreaming about. 
Okay, let's unpack this for a second. So, okay, so this guy, so he's hearing impaired. Yep. He has a some sort of sleep disorder. And because he knows sign language, he was actually signing in his dream. So you could actually find out what his dream was about. Yes. So you know how, like, you know how people will sometimes talk in their sleep? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's signing. So, oh, that's fascinating. I think it's absolutely amazing. Now, the scary part is if your partner knows how to sign as well, you know, maybe you're hooking up with Sally from accounting in your dream. Well, I certainly hope I'm not, but <laughs> who knows? But okay, so how is this different from just listening to someone talking in their sleep? Because you would hear someone if they're talking in their sleep. What were you revealing in sign language that you wouldn't be revealing if you're just talking? Great question. Have you ever witnessed somebody speaking in their sleep? Oh, that's a good point. It's quite mumbly, isn't it? It's very mumbly, and it often will not last too long. Whereas if you're signing, I mean, I don't know, I I didn't watch the 75-year-old man sleep, but if you're signing, I would assume that there's no there's no audible stimulation to kind of wake you up. Mm. Because sometimes if, if you are speaking, that will actually wake you up and cause you to stop speaking in your sleep. I did not realize you were such a sleep scientist. Wow. Sleep is the most important thing to me. And if you interrupt my sleep by any means, I hate you. Oh, the next time you're, if we are traveling and you're napping in a car, I'm going to put that to the test. Well, I can't nap in the car. But no, if, oh, you're right. Oh, yeah. You're terrified of when people are driving and you're in the car. Like, yeah. Yes. You don't, you are like, hey, 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 can you step on the brake a little bit? Slow down. You're going five under the speed limit. Slow it down. Slow it down. <laughs> that is me. So, okay. So you're right. You can't mumble in sign language. So right. that's fair. So I guess you could learn a little bit more. Did did we find out about what the guy was dreaming about and was did he get in trouble? No, they didn't they didn't share it, but I think anybody now who who has a partner that signs and and they understand sign language, keep an eye on them at night. Well, because it's a case study, they don't reveal the nitty-gritty details. I want to know the nitty-gritty about this person who is obviously cheating in their sleep according I agree. to what we think. I agree. Have you cheated in your sleep on someone? Have you been like, had a dream and you're like, oh crap, I just had sex with someone. I feel I feel like I cheated. You know what's so funny? When I'm dreaming and I have, you know, those types of dreams, I never make it to home. When you say you never make it to home, you get murdered in the dream as well? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, like, I ne- I've never had a dream where I've actually had intercourse. Oh, make it to home, like home plate. Yes. Now I get you. <laughs> It's just where my mind goes, oh, you got murdered in your dream. <laughs> what do you dream about, Rob? I don't know. Okay, so, well, good for you. I So that means, okay, let's not get into things yeah. like wet dreams yeah. and stuff like that. Let's move on yeah. to the next thing. Oh, but my. this sounds like a, it might be a topic for another time, perhaps. Perhaps a bit of gay-splaining yeah. later on. But okay, our next headline is, a young man in India was recently busted for dressing up in drag Wait for it here. We're not done yet. Dressing up in drag to take a career exam, impersonating his girlfriend. I love this. I wish more partners would do this <laughs> for their loved ones. Imagine that. a guy. Dress, I'm going to dress up as you, honey, and I'm going to take this test, and you're going to get into that school. There's a little bit of chauvinism in that, first of all. But, right. But she had failed this test, so it was for a, being a healthcare worker. What? A, a what? A healthcare worker, yeah. <laughs> what? You that... couldn't be a healthcare worker without passing this exam, and she failed it. So the boyfriend's like, I'll take it, oh my and God. I'll dress up as you. And here's the thing. He got away with it so far that he wrote the entire exam as her, did get busted before they graded it, but then they graded it after, and it turned out that he failed the exam as well. He didn't even help her. All of that work just to also fail. Unless really the the win was that he got to dress up and drag. I don't know. 
I don't know I what mean, the win was for him. Maybe we'll see him on a stage soon. This guy's applying for Drag Race India. <laughs> yes. That's what's going to happen. That is insane. I mean, listen, if it was like like a, a f- florist, well, not a big deal. A healthcare worker? Yeah, that's... I definitely agree that that is not something you should be like, oh, can you do this for me? I'm sending in my pitch hitter for this. No, absolutely not. Like, be honest. But so I saw a picture of the guy that had dressed up and I saw the picture of him dressed up. He looked pretty good. I mean, I don't I don't know if he has some gay friends that did up his makeup, but he looked pretty good. I could see why he was passable to these people. And be like, well, I've never seen this woman before. She's just here to take an exam. That's crazy. I wonder what I could convince people to do for me. In drag or just by pretending to be someone else? Well, they'd have to pretend to be me. Who? That's a good That's a good point. <laughs> well, I'm just trying to think of the benefits of pretending to be you, and I can't think of any. <laughs> <laughs> just, just even being me for real is not even beneficial. <laughs> You're, I think if I were, if I suddenly, well, no, I'm not going to suddenly become you, but that would be sort of the point if I were trying to be you. Um, sounds like a Halloween costume idea for us both. Yeah. Tell our respective partners, forget it. Dylan and I are doing a couple's costume where I dress up like him and he dresses up like me. I do find we look alike. I don't think it'll be hard. I'll need to, we'll need contacts. I think we look alike. You don't think? No, just because we're gay doesn't mean we look alike. No, it's because we're so white and so pale and we... Oh, I'm sure if like they put us, like if they landed us down in any country where there weren't really white people, people look at us and be like, well, which one's which? For sure. Absolutely. White people all look alike. So I don't know if you remember this. The first time we did a show together, you introduced me and I said, that's what I would look like if I used moisturizer. Snap. I thought you said, that's what I would look like if I were X years old and I would be ready to kill you. But now, but you're suggesting I used moisturizer. So I look okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll I'll accept that. That's nice. I think I just need to dye my hair a little bit, get blue contacts. We have good teeth. We both have good teeth. We both have uh, nice lips. Yes. Nice lips. I mean, I know mine are fair skin. Yeah, I, so you can grow a lot more beard than I can. I can't believe we're talking about this on yeah. the podcast. People All right, are let's move on. Us. Yeah, let's, let's move, on. move on. Okay, a Pennsylvania couple was recently shocked to find their labradoodle had eaten $4,000 in cash. U.S. cash. U.S. That's real money. That's a lot of money. That, that's like 14000 Canadian. So the cash they had left on the counter... To pay a gardener. They're paying their gardener $4,000 cash? Well, I call it gardener. This sounds like a drug run if I've ever heard of one. And then the dog eats the cash. This is all, this has drug run written all over it, first of all. It's, (laughs) I love your pronunciation of Labradoodle, too. You said Labradoodle. Is that not how it's pronounced? Labra. Labrador. Labrador. Say say Labrador. Labrador. Of course you can say that. Labrador. 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 I think you were just in the moment and you got excited, so you said it Labrador. Labradoodle. I, I thought it was a Labrador. <laughs> <laughs> we just I'd like to say right now, we do not do drugs before recording this podcast, just in case well, you thought in that moment. To be fair, I don't even drink. So they were able to get a brand three thousand dollars back. You mean the dog passed it all? Well, some not, of it's not all. Some of it was passed. Some of it was retrieved just because, you know, the dog had left some some scraps on the floor. But they called the bank. The bank said, you know what, guys? 
This happens more often than you think. No. As long as you can get the pieces together so we can see the serial number, we'll be able to replace it. Oh, that stinks. (laughs) That's terrible. So they taped together about $3,000 in cash and brought it to the bank, and the bank replaced those banknotes. I wonder how they feel about their dog. Now, this is the kind of thing these people probably don't even think twice about being angry at their dog because... They're such dog lovers. You have a Labradoodle, especially. But well, Labradoodle would cost around four thousand dollars. Well, almost cost eight. <laughs> this one specifically. Yeah. Oh, but eating cash, like feed your pets first of all, and also, why are you paying the gardener four thousand dollars cash? Well, obviously, it's under the table work. Do you play, do you pay your cleaner cash? Exactly. Shut up. Exactly. <laughs> because she asked for it. Okay, there exactly. we go. Maybe the gardener asked for cash. But if, there's a big difference between like a three-digit figure and a four-digit one, where it's in the thousands of dollars that you're paying someone. I'm just so tired of talking about poop on this podcast that I want to concentrate <laughs> on the gardener. Well, I don't know what to say to these folks, except I'm glad they got most of the money back. Yeah. Be careful with your cash and call the bank. You're richer than you think. And this dog certainly is. Eight, a thousand dollars that they're not getting back. That's some expensive <laughs> dog food right there. This pup's going on kibble. <laughs> All right. Well, that is it for Stupid Gay Headlines. I'm, you know, let's just, from now on, let's just let the sound effect do it. I'm getting tired of doing. You're... <laughs> Okay, so our next segment, we are answering another one of your burning, flaming questions. Are you flaming today, Dylan? (laughs) Always. Yeah, I'm burning a little bit, too. Okay, here we go. We have a question from a very good friend. Actually, we don't know her at all, but she (laughs) sent in this question. Her name is Hazel, and Hazel... Why are you laughing? It is Her name is actually Hazel. I did not pick that out of the air. Her name is Hazel, and she has a very important question, so come on. I love it. it. Okay. 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 So... Hazel says, I'm having an extramarital affair with a colleague from work, but I'm suspicious that he's sleeping around with other people. Should I confront him about it? What? <laughs> okay. Okay. So wait a minute. Hazel's having an affair yep. with someone at work. Yes. But obviously it seems like she doesn't want to share the person she's having an affair with, with other people. He's having an affair on her affair is what she thinks. Right. And she's like, should I confront him about it? Right. What do you think? Should she? I would. Yeah, you have nothing to lose. I mean, obviously not publicly, but if he's having affairs, she's going around having affairs. Neither of them want people to know about it. So maybe a private little like, hey, we need to talk. This is the pot calling the kettle black, right? Like you are cheating. Hazel, you're a cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater. And yet I can understand the possessiveness over, well, I'm, I'm sleeping with you and I'm only sleeping with you and you should only be sleeping with me. Even well, though we're sleeping around. Extramarital means, so she is married, but you're you're saying she's probably not having sex with, or no longer intimate with her partner that she's having the affair on. Oh, I mean, we don't know the status of this relationship where it's near ending or what, but let's say, okay, let's say it is near ending. The writing's on the wall for this relationship. So she's having an affair, but you know what? End the relationship, like separate. These are the things that I always find funny that people have to find a, an excuse for or a reason where the other person ends it. Just gather up your cojones and just... Do it yourself. Rip off the Band-Aid and then go and have as much post-marital sex as you want. So I've never cheated. No, neither have I. I've not cheated. And I I don't know. It's my one regret in life. Um, <laughs> Your one regret in life is not cheating? No, here's the thing. Because I have so many friends that have. And they tell you it's a good time? No. Well, then why do you want this? So you don't want to do it? No, I do. I mean, I, I did when I was younger. Here's the thing. Having sex with just one person is a lot of work. It's just a lot of work. 
there's there's the emotional attachment that goes along. Like I can't manage the emotion of of multiple people. No, so you couldn't be polyamorous is what you're saying too. Like you couldn't be like, oh yeah, well, sorry, I'm with this relationship this day and I'll see you the other because we're also in a relationship and we all know about it and it's all fine. You couldn't do that. It is a lot of work. It's far too much work for me, but I do know many people, many people who have cheated. And how did it end for them? Did they get away with it? Yes. Really? So you're you're holding on to some secrets is what you're saying. Oh my God. Anybody who knows me personally that has cheated, I know about it. Wow. Yes. You have some great things to blackmail people with is what you're saying. I I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Like, so people who are still in relationships now and... Yes. Wow. Yes. If you have friends, they're all going to be like, is it me? Am I the one? Yes. So it all starts here, folks. <laughs> if you are friends with Dylan and you are listening to this podcast, the likelihood is either you're a cheater or you're being cheated on. No, so. no, no. <laughs> if well, that's a great question. If you have a friend who their partner is cheating on the friend and you're not friends with the partner, are you going to tell the friend? Oh, no, that's none of my business, but I would actively discourage my friend, like just end the relationship. Oh, so I, I would personally, I'd probably end up judging them a little bit for it because I'm not someone who likes the idea of toying with someone's emotions or leaving someone hanging when they could live their best life without you. Okay, so you're saying that you wouldn't you would judge a friend if you knew that they were cheating. But I would, yeah. So in the scenario of your friend is the one who's being cheated on and you knew about it, would you tell the friend? Yes, I would tell my friend if I knew they were being cheated on. Absolutely. I mean, there's a lot more that comes into play there, like yep. how long have they been together for? Yep. Like if they've been together for less than a year, 100% I'm telling. If it's been like 10 years, I might and I've known them as a couple for that long, I might talk to the partner first because obviously I've known them long enough where I'd be like, hey, I know like my friend's my friend first before you. So I don't know why I'm protecting you. So maybe you should complain yep. about it. Yep. So once again, not an easy right or wrong answer though necessarily. It's a, all sorts of shades of gray when it comes to sex. Really? So here's the thing, Hazel. I do think that you should talk to your your sexual partner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and 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 I would confront them. I would feel possessive. I would feel jealous in any capacity. So especially if you're, you, you know, you have the salaciousness. I think there's some excitement that comes along with the salaciousness of sleeping around and cheating and keeping the secrets. Mm-hmm. Like like there there's some excitement that goes along with it. So I could understand that, and I could also understand a possessiveness or a jealousy that that would come along with the potential of the person that you're cheating with sleeping with somebody else and you're not knowing about it. Yeah, but here's my last thought on this, though. If you are going to confront him, you're just going to have to accept whatever the outcome is, though, at the same time. It might not be an outcome that you enjoy. So if your idea is that you are going to continue this relationship with the person, yeah, maybe you need to confront them. But if it's just like, if you're just having the shits and giggles, yeah, if you're just having the shits and giggles, you should just be accepting of whatever the answer is. And maybe maybe it's better not to ask in the first place because you're going to find that loving relationship just around the corner that you deserve, Hazel. And we all know you do. He doesn't owe you anything, Hazel. Yeah, and you don't owe him either because that's yeah. what extramarital affairs are all about. Best of luck to you, Hazel. That's been gay-splaining. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay, now let's just get on to our next okay. final well, segment. Well, hold on, hold on. I got a commandeer. Add in the sound effect for the commandeering. We have to talk. Okay, what then? We have to talk in front of all of our friends. What's going on with your face? Hmm? What? It's a little red. Okay, I know what you're talking about. Yes, okay, so uh, I'll explain. Dylan is remarking, so I have a certain skincare routine and I did it a few days ago. I do a skincare routine called Derma Rolling and it does make my face a little bit red, so that's what he is commenting on, but it's not a big deal, quite honestly, but okay, well, fine. What do you want well, to say about it? Fine. Well, okay, hold on. Not a big deal. Okay, so Derma Rolling. Yeah, it's part of my skincare routine. Which is essentially a roller with a bunch of needles. Yes, okay, so people call it, the other word for it is called microneedling, and yeah, essentially it is a little roller with a thousand tiny little needles. I roll it all over my face. It pokes little holes in my face, tiny, tiny, tiny ones, but it is creating micro wounds that then as they heal, encourages collagen production in your skin. That's all it is. And so, yes, it does turn my skin a little bit red because it's it's not that different from a glycolic peel in how much redness and basically similar to the burning sensation, I guess, that a glycolic does. But it's, Wait, so it's, it's painful? Well, yeah, it's painful. You're putting a thousands of little needles stabbing your face thousands and thousands of times. So, yeah, oh it does hurt. But then, then you put on like serums and other things. And then the healing process basically gives you nice, lovely... Flawless skin in about five days. So it takes- guaranteed, or your money back. <laughs> <laughs> so you do this at home, like because I know clinics do this. Oh yeah, I'm probably doing it in a way that the clinicians would be like absolutely horrified. But I can't afford to spend hundreds of dollars, and I am very careful. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm careful when I roll my face. <laughs> Why are you? Is this an intervention? Why do I have to stop this? This is an inter. Of course, it's an intervention. You're stabbing your face over and over again. <laughs> so convince me to stop that. I don't know. Like <laughs> one day you will be older, Dylan, like me, and you'll be like, "How do I keep my youthful looks?" And quite honestly, I look amazing for my age, folks. You, I really do. And one of the reasons is the derma rolling. You definitely have amazing skin. Thank you. I will say, I don't really care for my skin, though. Why not? You have nice skin. I'm saying I don't care for it in the way of like. If my skin goes to shit, I don't really care. Like, if I get wrinkles, obviously, you know, I'm very emotive with my face. Yeah. I use my face a whole bunch. So if I get wrinkles, I don't really care. Well, it's working for you now. Great. But one day you might be like, oh, I don't like this. We work in an industry where, okay, if comedy and queerness were a Venn diagram, the spot that they meet right in the middle, that would be ageism, folks. So as both a comedian and a gay guy, there's a lot of judgment in regards to aging. And I do believe that as a comedian, a queer comedian, I've got to, you know, keep looking good for the people. I've got to give them something to look at, right? You know, am I making sense? Are you gonna are you gonna end up being like Joan Rivers? No, I won't die on the table if no. that's what you're saying. No, I just mean like you, you know, with the tons and tons of surgery, you obviously don't need any surgery right now. But no, like are you right. gonna get to the point where you're just like surgery after surgery? I am pro cosmetic surgery for anyone who believes that they want it. I don't believe in excessive cosmetic surgery, like when you're like making your face look different because you don't like a certain part of it is a bit different to me than dealing with signs of aging. Like if you're like, oh, I hate this part of my face. Oh, although I've, I've had a couple things done where I go, oh, I don't like that. So I'm going to change it. So I really don't have a leg to stand on here. But so I'm pro anti-aging procedure. If okay. you if you're doing procedures to be anti-aging, I more power to you, I say. If it's affecting your day-to-day life, then maybe don't do it. But this doesn't. 
this affects three days of my life where I can't go out in the sun. <laughs> and after that, I'm fine. Are you on day three now? You're on day four. This is day, well, this is day three after. I did it on Sunday. We record this on Wednesday. So we're about three days out. And it's only a little bit red. I'll be perfect for a Friday. It's not too bad. No, I'll be perfect for Friday, which is when I'm having a photo shoot done. And I just wanted to make sure some of those fine lines and wrinkles are, I guess, swollen to the point that you don't see them because... That's sort of what it is. This is where I turn as straight as I can be because I have no idea what's going on with people's faces. Okay. I'll be lucky if I wash my face. Okay, now now it's time for me to have an intervention. <laughs> We're going to talk about that off microphone right after we get off the microphone. But folks, that is our podcast for today. We hope you enjoyed it. Hope you learned a few things. I know Dylan certainly did just now. <laughs> I mean, between that and the dog cash feces issues, this has been a fun episode. So, Listen, just be safe with your face. Be safe with your face and think about what you're doing before you cheat. I, those are the lessons today. But there you go. Hope you had a good time listening and we hope you have a great gay day. Folks, always remember to be proud to be gay as fuck. Say goodbye, Dylan. Goodbye. The Gay AF Comedy Podcast is a production of Gay AF Comedy. All songs and sound effects can be found on the YouTube free library because we're cheap. Follow us on Instagram, Stand Up Dylan, and this is Rob Watson. And you can follow Gay AF Comedy at Gay AF Comedy.